Welcome to the Solo Travel Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and I am here to get you empowered, inspired, and excited to take your next solo travel adventure. Every week, we're going to share tips, we're going to dive into destinations, we're going to talk with other experts all about solo travel so you can learn ways to make the most out of your next adventure. So thank you for joining us. Enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Solo Travel Woman podcast. I am so excited to have you here today for episode six, where we're going to talk all about empowering women to travel solo post-divorce. You know, traveling solo is one of the most empowering things a woman can do for herself. And going through a divorce is something that is a challenging experience that can really bring out insecurities, a lack of self-worth, and other emotions that, you know, you as a woman don't really know you have. And so today's episode, I'm extremely excited to invite Olivia Summerhill, who is the founder of Summerhill Wealth Management, to share with us how she inspires her clients to utilize travel post-divorce to become empowered and ready to take on the next chapter of their lives. And also really exciting, she's going to share some of her favorite luxury getaway destinations and spa and fitness retreat locations. So you definitely don't want to miss staying tuned till the end. So Olivia, thank you so, so much for joining us today. I would love for you to talk a little bit about yourself and about Summerhill Wealth Management before we get into all the amazing, amazing insight you want to share with us. Well, that was a great introduction. Thank you so much, Sarah. It is wonderful to be here. And you just laid it out perfectly that post-divorce, during divorce, it is such a tough time for men and women, but specifically the empowerment that women get post-divorce, getting out of their element, being a new person, creating a new identity, and getting to travel on their own is why we're here today to talk about it. So I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for the invitation. Of course. And we're, I know this audience is going to really gain a lot of value from everything you have to share, whether they've gone through a divorce, whether they've even just gone through a transition in their life mm-hmm. and they re- need to re-empower themselves. Um, I think what we're going to share today is really going to help anyone who is finding themselves in a transition in their life. So solo travel, let's talk about it. Um, I would love to hear your insight when it comes to empowering your clients about solo travel and, you know, what that trend is of women going on these vacations post-divorce. Absolutely. And it does relate to just breakups in general too. So yes, you pointed that out perfectly. It's (laughs) it's really a whole whole thing out there that empowering is really all about getting control. And one of the one ways that I do this with my clients is making sure it's easy, simple, and starting with a small goal. So financially, because I am in the Summerhill Wealth Management founder, I deal with all divorces for females and really helping them during divorce with their finances and post-divorce, what we work on is small steps and managing your expectations when things don't go right financially. So especially after a breakup or some kind of relationship not going the way you think it's going to go, control you think you have, you never do. So managing that expectation of, okay, I'm going to set a new goal for myself. I'm going to make it small 
and obtainable and reach those goals, whether that be by yourself or in a journal, telling a friend, having a financial planner such as myself in your area, someone you trust to help you get through this and holds yourself accountable, but really starting small. So for example, what I like to do with my clients is start a little budget and actually label that budget travel and make it specific. Yes. So that's something I'm sure you've talked about. I love that. You're Making it a priority. <laughs> exactly. So instead of saying, oh gosh, I just got over a breakup. I don't have the money making excuses. No, the way you can control your future is having a short long-term goal, making it small and financially labeling it because you're more aware of it if you actually label it. So with your bank account, have it actually say travel to Bermuda or wherever you want to go in the United States. Maybe it's somewhere very close by your house. Um, and it's just a little weekend getaway with a friend um, or solo by yourself. So all these things, you start with labeling it on a bank account and make sure that you have the apps and tools and accountability partners and you really make that goal ready, set in stone and then work towards it slowly and surely. So that's my best first thing that I love doing with my clients post-divorce or any type of breakup. I think that's really, really smart to do. And I've always said that too. Travel is not something that you have to have a lot of money to do or you have to save for years to do. As long as you make it a priority and work it into your budget, just like any other bill or any other thing you're doing, it can be easily attainable. You just have to shift things around like you would for anything else. So I love that you have them mm -hmm. build it into their budget, just like any other, you know, line item yes. <laughs> that I guess you'd be putting exactly. out. Exactly. Going through that. <laughs> and That's amazing. So, and yeah. so I was about to say, so when you're planning that trip financially post-divorce, mm -hmm. I know you have a ton of tips mm -hmm. around, you know, how they can best do that when they should travel. I'd love for you to share that because I think, even for the audience that is not, you know, going through this, some of these tips I know you've shared with me um, prior, I think will benefit so many people. Absolutely. So the top tips that I always love to talk about is planning to travel in the off season. This is a huge bonus for those who don't financially have the assets to go on a luxurious, huge getaway whenever they feel like it. That's most of us, right? So planning totally. on the off season is a really good way to save money. You're getting out there. And of course, during the pandemic, everyone might be thinking, oh, this isn't the right time to plan. Well, this is the perfect time to empower yourself, gain control of your finances, set those goals for traveling by yourself. And one of those ways is research and get that off-season budget prepared so you can have that trip ready to go right when the pandemic's done. So that's one of the tips. Another one is the internet is our friend. So promotions, deals, it is everywhere. Once again, right now is the perfect time during the pandemic because a lot of places, they really, really, really know that it's going to be better someday, but they might actually be having these deals and promotions for you to travel in 2021, 22, 23. So going to all these sites, researching on the internet is a great way to find some really good hotel, car deals, uh, anything and everything you can look, go online. The last little tip is your network, asking around, and also 
utilizing your resources, such as listening to podcasts like this, getting to know things that are not something that you every day would understand. So getting to know um, the podcasts and other places that will help your knowledge be built around travel is really going to empower you to do this yourself. Yeah, these are some great tips. And I always tell people, look at all the promotions out there. Mm -hmm. There, You never have to pay full price for a trip. (laughs) And I just know Mm -hmm. that being an agent too, um, being able to look up all the different deals that are out there, you I've never I've never had to go full full price on any trip because there's always something there's always some type of incentive going or and especially right now with the pandemic going on these locations just really want to bring people back to their destinations and bring tourism back so a lot is happening in that front so like you said now is the perfect time to start saving start working out that budget and planning for that trip that's going to empower you into the next year Yes. Another for financially related travel tip is actually once you're about to get on that trip, let's just say at some time in the future, you've saved that little bit of money to be able to go on that vacation. Setting travel alerts is so easy on your credit card and debit cards because you don't want them to all of a sudden not work in a foreign country (laughs) or a different part of the States. You know, that's just not what you want to happen. So that's another tip is During travel and before, it's really easy to be prepared financially. If you have these alerts, you can go on your cell phone and your bank's app and actually set all of these so that they know you're traveling and they know that that's not someone stealing your card and so they don't flag it for fraud. So that's something I want to make sure that that's very, very much everyone here knows about. Yes, definitely do it, guys, because I've had that happen to me. I was in Washington, D.C., which, you know, is only a few, it's four hours from where I live. And I was at a souvenir shop. I was getting something for somebody. I don't even know. This was years ago. And my card was declined solely because it registered that I'm I'm not from there. It was the most embarrassing oh, <laughs> of my life. <laughs> it is such an embarrassing feeling. So you want to save yourself that embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and, you know, you might think your card won't do that to you. Um, but cards are picky and choosy. Because mm-hmm. I've also had where someone was using my card in London and I didn't get those alerts. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't me. But yet I go to D.C. and it happens. So just be safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rather be safe than sorry. And yes, you could do it now on your phone via the app. You don't even have to talk to a person if you're not someone who likes to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it is extremely, extremely easy. And then going off of that, I just would love to share a little tip, too. Like if you're using your card and, um, you know, setting those travel alerts and things like that. My suggestion too is check which cards you have that don't charge a foreign transaction mm-hmm. fee because that's going to definitely, I know Capital One is well known for not having foreign transaction fees. And, um, you know, that's something that's going to save you money when you're traveling abroad as well. So that's something, you know, just there's a lot of ways you can save money in little areas and just prepare for financially going on these trips. And let's actually expand on that because I think it's all about where you want to spend your money and give your most control mm-hmm. factors. And another way to do that is I was in banking for years. And when you have a different country, foreign exchange, different currency Nowadays, you just need your credit card and you do, just like you said, Sarah, is it's just a 0% transaction fee and you're not having any foreign exchange 
currency changes and, and any penalties, just make sure you have the right travel card and you're good to go. So you don't need to have that extra um, amount at the airport where you go try to get that foreign currency and they charge so much money. That's not needed nowadays, really. You just need to make sure you have the right travel card and that'll save you so much money on those fees. A thousand percent. I'll get maybe like a hundred dollars and and I try to do it in like small bills yes. in the currency where I'm going for tips or for like the cab driver from the airport, things like that. But you, yeah, you don't have to carry wads of cash on you like you used to before. Mm -hmm. In fact, I personally don't like to carry cash ever, maybe 20 bucks in my pocket, even at home. Um, I'm a card person and it's easy to get money. In fact, I find the exchange rate just going to an ATM in the destination you're at to be a lot better than any airport or mall or mm -hmm. hotel lobby exchange desk, mm -hmm. you know, that you go to. Yes. And before you leave, you can always go online to your bank and see what options there are or talk to a banker and they can absolutely say which cards are the best or your card's going to be fine. There's no fee mm -hmm. already. So, and oh, yep, there's ATMs there that don't have any fees for withdrawing cash if you need it. So yes, tons of different options there. So I'm glad we went on this topic. Same, same. And I think, I mean, even for those that are just getting started in the world of credit cards and bank cards, mm -hmm. you know, we have a lot of young solo travelers too. You know, this is important for them because they, you know, I've always said in school, there needs to be a class that just teaches you on managing finances as an adult, mm -hmm. um, whether it's how to write a check properly or how to mm -hmm. balance a checkbook and all these things. So, you know, for these, you know, young adults going into the world of cards, this is good tips for them in general. Exactly. <laughs> them know what they need to look for. Well, and going on that, because that's something that I'm really passionate about is making sure that even if we have the excuse of saying we didn't grow up with the system of knowing what to do with our finances, I really want to change that education pattern and finances because it's really not as hard as we want to imagine it is. But one mm -hmm. of those things that any age can utilize for travel, single, as a couple, relationship, whatever it may be, is setting alerts on your phone and using the technology that's available to us today, financially related. So using your bank app and having alerts that say, hey, you're about to hit your goal or mint.com or you need a budget. Those you can actually put in a little goal for travel and say, hey, I want to get to $2,000. Um, and for my clients, it might be more like <laughs> a lot more than that. But, it is, <laughs> you know, anything that you can put and put a little goal there is really going to help you and, and see it. And then those alerts will actually really make you think about it more often and say, hey, that's really a goal. Is that worth, you know, getting this over that and make those decisions yourself over time? So you don't have excuses anymore of, hey, I don't know what it is. I don't want to, I don't, you know, I want to be ignorant to the fact of where my goals are. No, know your goals and use the free apps on your phone. A thousand percent. I actually use one of those apps, um, even for myself. So I use an app called Capital. Um, it starts with a Q. <laughs> and what it is, is basically it links to my bank account. And so my bank card. And anytime I go buy groceries or go out to dinner, I have you You could set yourself different rules. Mm -hmm. So I do the dollar a week rule. So week one, a dollar, week two, um, two dollars, so on and so forth. And then I also do the round up method. So anytime I use my card, it'll round up the cost to the nearest $2. So let's say I spend $8, it'll go up mm -hmm. to 10. 
And that $2 gets put into my travel fund. And so like, these are out of sight, out of mind ways you can save without even realizing it. And there's Mm -hmm. times I forget I'm even doing that. And then I'll look and I'll be like, oh, I have a random $500 saved for this trip I'm going on next year. (laughs) And so I tend to do that for my spending money portion. You know, I I book the trip, get that ready. And then I start saving the spending money through these apps and they're free. You don't pay to use them. It's really awesome. That is so good to hear, Sarah, because that's something and behavioral finance, you really, if you can set something and forget it financially, you will absolutely save more. So I know this is not on topic of travel, but in retirement, if you just automatically have that money go from one account to your retirement account, you won't notice that $25 each month. Just like you're saying, it goes straight to your savings for travel. That's such a beautiful way to save. And you don't even realize that you're about to have a few hundred extra dollars for that travel excursion later down the road. So I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. And it it goes into, I always say, you know, to have that safety cash bucket, you know, you have your budget for your trip and all the money you're going to spend. And I am someone who I plan my money down to the penny. I've always been this way, but I also always have that emergency stash, which comes in handy when, for example, I was in Peru and Hurricane Irma hit Mm. and I got I got stuck in Peru an extra 11 days. Had I not had that safety net, I probably would have been, you know, to be frank, screwed. I wouldn't have had the money for the extra hotel. And although I could put in an insurance claim and get that paid for, at the time, you needed the cash up front to pay for the hotel to stay in and so on and so forth. And so I always suggest, even if you're using that type of a method for that safety net or whatever you want to use it for, just always make sure you have you know, you have that backup stash to protect you should you need it. Such a great thing to talk about because that's always a peace of mind. Giving yourself will empower you so much more if you have that mm-hmm. that backup and protection. Although, you know, most trips, most of the time you don't need it. So this is not to scare off anyone, but it's exactly. such, <laughs> such a good, such a good idea. Such a good idea. Well, so moving now off the topic of finances, because all those tips were great and everything definitely is usable across all the different, you know, listeners that we have. But I wanted to focus back on, you know, the real purpose of empowering women who go through, you know, an event such as a divorce that can really shift their mindset, shift their security in themselves and their confidence and so on and so forth. And, you know, the one thing I would think, you know, I'm, I've not been divorced. I don't know all of the emotions that come with that, but I have a lot of, you know, relatives and friends who have gone through these things. But, you know, when you're, when it's your time now to be selfish and it's your time to travel and, you know, to re-empower yourself, what do you do to help your clients? And I know you focus on finances, but I'm sure there's their piece of this. How do you help them with that, you know, quote unquote, maybe if they're a parent, the mom guilt they might have, or that life guilt of finally putting themselves first and doing something to empower themselves. Do you see that? Because this is all about empowerment. And I really want to, I really want to help people see that it's okay to be selfish. It is not being selfish is not a negative thing. (laughs) And so how do you, what do you suggest to people and how do you navigate through that with your clients? Oh, this is a huge topic we could spend all day on because I deal with it all the time. 
most of the time, actually, it's really not about the finances. It is about the framework, our behaviors. How do we actually do things for ourselves and give ourselves self-love and self-care? It's a big word nowadays, of course, is, you know, oh, you need to be selfish and give yourself self-care. But when you are a mother and your identity for the last 10, 15 years has been I'm working my butt off to help this family grow and I am giving everything to my kids. It's really hard to turn that off and say, oh, hey, hi, Olivia. Hi, Sarah. I want to go travel by myself. Actually, they really, the, the identity is not there yet and they have to work through that. So it's not all about just me helping them through. It is a team effort. And so I help them during divorce, but also post-divorce working on, okay, let's get your education up to speed. Let's really handhold through this process. Let's empower you, understand where you are financially, but also as a person, because it's really more about long-term goals. And what are your top values now in life? So it might've been being a wife. Well, that's now a shifting value. Let's talk about your new values, which is maybe education for the kids. So let's talk about actually financially setting up an account to help them grow with their education. Or maybe it's education for yourself. Let's get you back on the track of educating yourself in school and going back to school and doing whatever your passion is. So how that relates to travel is one of the things post-divorce with the new identity is they don't they don't know their identity. So I help them through that with a therapist, with their other professionals, is really getting to that point of, okay, your budget's ready to go. You know the fundamentals of your finances. You know your new identity and you know your top five values. You know your kids are going to be okay if you take off a little bit of time and work on yourself. So let's plan now the actual dates for your post-divorce solo trip and let's get you there. You're going to be selfish and that's okay. And we're going to work through it together, but it's really you, yourself, learning about how to be selfish and knowing internally it's okay. I love that. <laughs> I'm all for that. Cause even, you know, even I have guilt sometimes because I go on these trips, you know, and I'll have family members that say, why don't you come visit me instead of going there? And it's like, mm -hmm. ah, but at the same time, I don't want every, you don't want every trip to be for a purpose such as you have to go visit someone because, mm -hmm. you know, no offense to visiting, mm -hmm. but those turn into very, they're not very much relaxing vacations. You know, you have a schedule, you got to see this mm -hmm. person at this time, you know, you, sometimes you just want to go and not think and just fly on a whim and be spontaneous and see other things and see what else is out there. Um, you know, eat, pray, love. Those type of things are my favorite mm -hmm. <laughs> are some of my favorite stories out there because it is, it's about putting yourself first and yeah. going out there to just really experience the world and, and, and learn how to live a more fulfilling life through, through those experiences. And that's such a great way to put it. It's putting yourself first and we hear that all the time and that's what you're supposed to do, but actually doing it is so difficult. And that's why Listening to podcasts such as this one is really going to give people that little ideas and that little bit of hope and knowing it's okay and actually setting that action to go do it. So this is really a great conversation today. Although traveling solo is one of the best experiences you can ever have, sometimes it does get kind of lonely. And sometimes it's really hard to find others who share that same passion of traveling and doing it on their own. And that is why I love Tourlina. Tourlina is an amazing app that allows women to connect with 
fellow female travel companions and locals within a secure and trusted network. It is safe and reliable. Every new user gets checked and only verified users can chat with each other. It's for women only, so you could still be part of that solo travel woman network. And it also just makes you want to travel. It's not a dating app and you're never gonna travel alone when you join Tourlina. So my viewers, what's awesome is Tourlina is giving you 50% off a one-year subscription. Use code Sarah. 50 and go to tourlina.com slash promo to get your 50% off. Again, that's tourlina.com slash promo for 50% off. All the details are in the description below. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for staying tuned in to the podcast today. So now Olivia is going to share with us some of her favorite luxury getaway vacations and spa and fitness retreats. So Olivia, I would love to hear where these dream destinations are. Oh gosh, I would love the first one I'm going to talk about to be invited to go. And anyone who wants to invite me is absolutely very much welcome to. It's Necker Island on the British Virgin Islands. So anyone here is listening, heard of Richard Branson. You know, he's just the billionaire next door. He actually created this beautiful island of everything you want to do on the water and on the island is just included. You can rent it all out. So as someone who might be post-divorce, going through a lot, wanting to be around good friends, girlfriends can come. There's about 30 of them if they want. So for 60000 a night, you get a staff of over 100 <laughs> Just for, just for that much. <laughs> it is definitely a different echelon of living standards, but I promise that it is all luxurious and he did it right. So everything that you get out of that experience is just such, such a rewarding thing to do. So 70 plus acres is all yours. The, the party starts there. So that's my first one. So if you enjoy spa treatments, snorkeling, sailing, scuba diving, kayaking, that's the place to take your friends, especially if you just went through a really hard breakup. The, <laughs> the next one is Lake Como in Italy. This is named, I'm sure some people might have heard of this. It's the last few years it's been called the most beautiful lake in the world. And a lot of the villas are owned by celebrities. So I know George Clooney's over there and the houses are around 24 million and you can get a villa on the water. And this is for the women who really want to be alone and get to know themselves post-divorce or post any breakup in a relationship where they get to see the solitude of the water every day waking up and they can journal and take the bubble baths and they're in a different country. That's really just a, an epitome of a best, best place to go if you really want to get out of the country post-relationship uh, breakup. Oh, and the pictures. I mean, if you haven't seen this area, everyone, Google it because it is breathtaking. I would just die to even not even going through a breakup. I just want to go yeah. and just be by myself and just 
stare stare agreed. out into the beauty that is Lake Como. Agreed, agreed. So the next place is something that we're all familiar with is the Hamptons here in the U.S. And if you're on the East Coast, it's really easier to get there. I'm on the West, so it's a little harder, but it is just a perfect Oh, seaside resort town. And so you just picture yourself staying in a little cottage, you know, taking in the views. There's boutiques everywhere, fine dining. So it's more casual and you're there to get to know the new you and walk on the beach in the sand. And that's just really great to take in the sunrises and sunsets. I love that. And I think that area too, for anyone who is like still struggling with going out there and doing something for themselves. And maybe, you know, you have young kids still and you don't want to be too, too far from home. I think the Hamptons is a really great place to go to get that full experience, but also still be, you know, kind of connected because you're not out of the country. You're still here and, you know, in it's a little bit more attainable, I guess. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. And and that's what's so great about speaking with people who actually can help them with their travel destinations, such as yourself, and actually going to the experts and travel is, hey, I have these things that I'm trying to work on, on these values. And I really, as a solo traveler, I want to be closer to home. And so they can point out stuff like this is, hey, here's a really yeah. great little cottage. It's closer to your home. You can call your kids at night on the video. There's going to be internet internet service, all of these great things. And if you are someone who really wants to get away and you love the French culture, the last place that you know, luxurious, you know, going and getting a rich, rich dive into a new culture is in Monaco, France. So south part of France, you're going to get the casino vibe, the really ritzy dresses and the really fancy Lamborghinis and nice cars. And you're just going to get all of the water views that you can take in every day. So if you're more of that type of person who likes that, that's the place to go for you. I love that. Luxury vacations are definitely, I mean, if you're looking for that relaxing, everything taken care of for you, you don't even have to lift a figure experience. Those are amazing. But me personally, I'm really excited to hear about these spa and fitness retreats. I love wellness trips, um, trips focused around hiking or trekking, um, you know, yoga, different types of fitness things. So tell me all about these, these retreats that you've heard of. Absolutely. So I cannot say enough good things about the Canyon Ranch. That's one that there's a few places around the United States. So in Tucson and parts of Massachusetts, Vegas, parts of California, they have these. And when you get to the Canyon Ranch, it is all about you and downtime. It's all about you and your nutrition. It's all about that expert guidance helping you through your journey as a solo woman trying to figure out who she is. And everything is included. The transportation, you don't have to think. That's the beauty of Canyon Ranch. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a dream, I think a dream vacation for me personally. Yes, a lot of my clients love Canyon Ranch and they go very often just for fun because once you get past that post really, really devastation of a divorce or that breakup, you realize that, okay, the kids aren't going to die. They're going to be fine if I take a few days off. <laughs> and so they learn to actually understand that it's okay to be selfish here and there. And so they actually continue to go to these places. And the next place that a lot of clients keep going to is the Mountain Trek Fitness in British Columbia. 
So it's in Canada, really not that hard to get to for those who travel from you know US to Canada often, not in, during COVID, but post COVID. And this place is just posh. It is a lodge where you go and it is a retreat to get away. It's just award-winning all over the place, and it's in the mountains of BC, so you really feel like you're getting away. And now they actually offer retreats, uh, workshops virtually, so you can actually check them out online and try to do something for yourself here in your own home. I love that. It's kind of like a test run. You could test it out, mm -hmm. see if the vibe works for you before you book your trip to the to the location. I think that's really cool. Yes. And the last place is in Vermont. Oh, gosh. If you've ever been to Vermont in parts of the year where it's just gorgeous, mm -hmm. there's a place called the New Life Hiking Spot. It's been there 20, 30 years. And it's just like the other ones where it's a wellness retreat, but it's really focused on weight loss, hiking, and also spa. So if you are getting over a breakup and you are becoming a new woman, you really need to focus on your health. And this is a place that's going to help you and support you and be that new link to that new you, whatever it may be. So that's the, the last tip I'm going to give on places for spa and fitness retreats. Well, I love that. I'm already going to start Googling some of those because I want I definitely want to go check one of one or more, one or more of those out in the near future because I just love I really do think health and wellness is something that everyone should make a priority in their life and if I can go somewhere that focuses on that but also gives me that relaxing spa, luxurious treatment that I do enjoy, I'm I'm all for that. Olivia Thank you so much for joining me today. I've had the best time talking to you. I've learned so much about, you know, how how people going through so many different phases of life can re-empower themselves through travel. And I think travel is such a universal language and it's such a universal experience that just really I don't know. It just makes a difference in everyone's life. And whether you're going through, you know, graduating from school or a traumatic, you know, loss in your life or a divorce, whatever that may be, it's something that can all tie us together. And so I really want to thank you for coming in here and sharing your insights, sharing your knowledge. Um, for anyone who's interested in learning more about Olivia, I have her Instagram and her website linked in the description of this podcast. So definitely go check it out because I'm just sure, sure there's so much more that, you know, our audience can learn from you. Well, thanks so much for the invitation. It was such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for listening to the Solo Travel Woman podcast. Please be sure to follow us on Apple Music and Spotify and give us a rating so we know how you're enjoying the content. Also, don't forget, sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date with the latest information from Solo Travel Woman. Thank you.